0: Walking through forests of hungry apartments,
1: scoff at the monkeys who live in their dark tent down by the water hole, drunk every Friday, eating
0: their nuts, saving their raisins for Sunday,
2: lions and tigers. Who Hi everybody, it's the other side again. And we're here, but we're not queer, so there's nothing really you have to get used to. I'm Cody Beyer.
0: I'm Max Vader. I'm Andrew Erickson.
2: And this week, we are talking about a little thing that apparently everybody won't shut up about. And I don't think we have anything to start before we start the topics. So we can just jump right into the topic.
1: We're not talking about the hack.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah! There was that hack! I guess we could talk about the hack. Yeah, Crunchyroll got hacked, and it was the funniest shit in the world. Because uh, the hacks? <laughs> yeah, well, not only that. You know, Miles is all, don't go to those those pirate sites that give you viruses. Go to our site where it automatically downloads a virus onto your fucking computer.
0: Actually, it's worse than a virus. It's ransomware. Yeah. Crunchyroll's got the premium viruses. Yeah. Uh, You get your whole computer encrypted. It doesn't get any more secure than that.
2: (laughs) Oh, shit. That was fucking hilarious. And they were... They were down for so fucking long too. I think it was like all day. App was down, site was down, fucking and, whole operations. And then they and just shit.
1: denied it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, Miles was like, this is this is never our stuff. Usually never goes down. And then people say, um, actually, uh, your streams frequently go down. Uh, while I'm watching it, because it turns out uh, they've, Crunchyroll has fired most of their IT team because uh, money ain't so good so they fired most of their IT team kept their wonderful PR team because those guys were necessary fired most of their IT team so there was nobody to stop this I'm pretty
0: sure if they could have found a replacement for their fucking team that they currently have they would have fired those too
2: oh uh, I, I wish we could talk about what we know but in that respect we can't yeah. Um. But
0: Although, in all honesty, now that I think about it, if they did fire the PR team and replaced it with, I don't know, like a Crunchyroll Hime cardboard cutout, it would actually be improved.
2: Well, I guess I can say that uh, the only reason they do have a job, ironically, is because Crunchyroll's doing so poorly. They can't afford to get rid of them. Yeah. But, uh...
0: I mean, at least their mascot doesn't call, doesn't use constantly fucking use racial epithets.
2: <laughs> it's,
0: and insult its customers.
2: I would think at least Nate Ming would get the axe, but the whole, you know, they're all friends. But over he's there. a
0: minority.
2: <laughs> like mo- literally, most of their IT team got let go because Crunchyroll can't pay for a whole IT team. So it's like it's like two guys now. That's that's their IT team. 'Cause well, I, mean, I mean he's
0: literally racist stereotype, man. Do you know how rare that is?
2: <laughs> um but apparently in the uh Alation's guys in Moldova really only are in charge of like the back end stuff. Crunchyroll or at least, you know, um I mean it's kind of complicated the way this works, but Crunchyroll the the, the people that are because Crunchyroll is basically Elation, just their their sort of anime wing using the Crunchyroll name. But the people that are technically um, employed by Crunchyroll under that name are the ones in charge of uh, handling this kind of shit, including the website issues, um, the bitrate, all that kind of shit. So Moldo, the Elation guys in Moldova, you know, they got their servers and they're the ones that host everything, but. Crunchyroll is the one that's supposed to be handling, like, this shit, essentially. Uh, and they, they can't because they're kind of not doing so hot. So a lot of their IT staff is fucked. I, I like... What was the one thing that uh, our source in Crunchyroll said about this? Something like, uh, everything is on fire!
0: <laughs>
2: it was you know, on second thought, maybe
0: they were gonna fi- uh, fire Nate Ming... But he managed to convince them not to by threatening to do pee-pee in their coke.
2: <laughs> uh, it, I, I do think, though, we're going to see the day when um, the little cast of yahoos are going to be booted from Crunchyroll. roll think uh, Nate Ming, Sailor B, and especially Miles. End p- of an error. Yeah, really, shit. What we do without our favorite lolcows? If I sound a little weird today, I have cough. I'm using cough drops. So I'm trying to get rid of that post-cold cough. Yeah, the, the hack was hilarious. And that it happened
1: the same day as a new Dragon Ball Super.
2: Which? <laughs> Funimation's Dragon Ball Super stream crapped out on the same day! <laughs> So, if you were trying to watch Dragon Ball Super, you couldn't watch it on Crunchyroll, couldn't watch it on Funimation. I think you had to maybe be signed up for Daisky, but I don't know if they've, they've shut down yet. So, if you wanted to watch the new Dragon Ball Super, guess what you had to do? Yo ho ho. A pirate, that shit. What say you, Dreaming. Miles? <laughs> what say you, Caitlyn Glass? <laughs> if you don't know what I'm referring to, Kate, voice actress Caitlin Glass, paragon of intelligence, tried to make, um, the usual you don't ever pirate support the industry thing, which I think at this point, I think they're being told to do this because they just tend to be so random, so random, that I just feel like a lot of these anime industry people are being told by their bosses, hey, um, what, you know, a lot of people listen to what you say. You got these impressionable kids. Tell them not to pirate. Tell them never to pirate because Caitlin clearly did not think her stance through. It's part of my hypothesis that her stance was uh, paid for. Uh, because when questioned further, you know, don't ever pirate. Never, ever watch anything that isn't on an official release, which is just the most childish stance to take. Um, she was questioned about this. Like, hey, you know, there's a lot of series that haven't been licensed. Uh, how about that? What about, what about shows that are kind of lost in, in licensing hell? And she didn't have an answer beyond just, well, guess you can't, can't watch those. Life's not fair, or whatever the fuck she was trying to say.
0: Even though by definition no sales would be lost.
2: Yeah. And again, you can't really quantify lost sales through piracy. You can't put a definitive number on uh, how much more money you'd have made if not for piracy. Because you can't account for people like that would never watch a show if it weren't pirated. Like if they couldn't watch it for free they wouldn't have bothered. You can't you can't factor in phantom sales. So, the whole piracy thing's fucking stupid. I've said this before, if you fuckers are hurting so phantom much... Phantom sale. If you fuckers are hurting so much, trying to moralize as a business plan isn't going to fucking work. Can't build a business on fucking morals. You need to improve the business. You have to do something like Steam. You have to make one place where everybody can get all the anime because if you're asking people to sign up for like pay for a subscription for this site then pay for a subscription on this site pay us here pay us there pay us here pay us there it's not gonna work you need one place where everybody can go that isn't like this company's website then i go to this company's website then this one then this one then this one no that's how steam kicked pc gaming piracy in the nuts and then denuvo worked hard to try to give it a second wind But that's how Steam kicked PC piracy in the nuts. Because it's just more convenient to go to Steam where you've got all your shit. And you can communicate with everybody. And you go to Steam and you get your shit. Do I want to play a PC game? Where can I find it? Let me look on Steam. Any fucking PC game. Unless it's like Blizzard. You think of Blizzard like the (laughs) Nintendo of PC gaming. They have their own shit on their own thing. But people deal with it because they... I mean... This is kind of subjective, but to them, they make good shit. It's, it's a little less, it's a little more subjective than Nintendo, because you really can't argue against the quality of Nintendo's games. But.
1: Just their consoles.
2: Yeah, it's, it's still, it's the same principle, you know. We're, we've got our own thing going over here, but the general, the general industry is over here. And that's Steam. If there's a PC game you can think of that isn't like ancient, look it up on Steam, it's there. They're all there. So it's convenient. I don't need to pirate. Steam makes it easier. Pirating is more of a hassle than doing Steam, but pirating costs me nothing. So Steam is like a thousand times more convenient than pirating, so I'd rather just go to Steam, especially Steam frequently has sales that drop the price greatly. So even more incentive to use Steam instead of pirating. So I don't need to pirate my PC games. I get them on Steam. But I do pirate my anime because the business model the anime industry has is ass-fucking-backwards. And until y'all unfuck yourselves, no one's gonna fucking stop pirating. They're not going to stop pirating. You you are basically in competition. Pirates are basically your business competition. You have to offer a better product than the pirates. Because people are willing to, to... throw up two le- two or three levels of ad blocker to deal with their malware ads that can be easily shot down to get their free product where they can just watch every anime on the same site. Because if I want to watch something, I just go to 9anime, type it in, chances are dub or sub, it's there. You don't have that legitimately. So all I got to do is make sure my virus scanners and ad blockers are up, just head on to 9anime, and just whenever something tries to pop up, my blockers immediately kill it, and then I can watch my anime.
1: S- or simple or Crunchyroll could just put anime on Steam in the most ass-backwards way possible.
2: <laughs> it's like Crunchyroll, someone must have told them that, but the Crunchyroll is very stupid, so they didn't get it. So you're like, you need to follow Steam's model with anime. Oh, okay. Put the anime on Steam and have people pay for anime they can already watch for free.
1: No! <gasps> and they can't see it when they're offline. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if people actually bought that.
2: they do, they're fucking stupid.
1: Well, it's an awful selection, too. Like, yeah. I looked through in the last sale, and the only good stuff was, like, Mob Psycho, and it, the rest is a wasteland.
2: And, like, look, all you have to do is make one service where everybody can go, and you pay, like, 20 bucks for 20 episodes for any show you want, released whenever by whoever. Everybody puts well, I their mean, shit on there. And then boom.
0: Soon enough it'll be a moot point anyway because Disney will probably absorb the anime industry in the West too.
2: <laughs> At some point, antitrust laws are going to have to hit them. They're going to start get They're gonna inch on Monopoly. They're going to get hit. Like, basically what happened with the WWE It's going to have to happen to them. They're going to have to split and franchise.
0: That mouse is going to own everything.
2: <laughs> It needs to be fucking stopped. I would I would be happy with it if Disney were producing shit like it was back in the nineties, but it's not. It's just a well, lot. Well, of... I mean,
0: I I guess Moana was good.
2: Moana. Eh. That's the thing. Disney. It, the, the I guess the upside is Disney really doesn't produce a lot of crap aside from like the teeny bopper, twinny bopper, Disney Channel music type shit. They they just don't produce. They don't take a lot of risks. Like, they just kind of produce stuff that's palatable. It's okay. It's like fast food. I love fast food. Fast food is yummy. But there's better stuff Enter- than fast
0: Entertainment food. white noise.
2: I mean, a little more than that. Like, I wouldn't... Red Letter Media compared them to McDonald's. I wouldn't do that. I'd compare them to Burger King. It's a step above. It uses real meat. You know, but uh, it's still... It's not high dining, you know what I mean? It's not It's not a restaurant. nice restaurant. It's just you go to Burger King, pay less than ten bucks, and get get a burger, get a big old burger and some fries. I've I I didn't really want to put much effort into eating or preparing this meal or buying this meal. I just want some fucking food, and I'm in for a move for a burger. Go to Burger King. What
0: was like the last really good Disney movie?
2: Princess and the Frog is pretty good.
0: I've never seen that one.
2: That's pretty good. Um, it kind of flopped. And I think a lot of, and a lot of people make excuses like, oh, people. P, you know, people don't want traditional animation anymore people or people weren't ready for a black disney princess but the real reason was that shit was not marketed for a damn i didn't even know that it came out until like it was months into its release i think like it was not the, the most marketing i ever saw for princess and the frog was a one ad in times square that i saw on the back in the background during the red eye halftime report <laughs> When fucking Andy Levy had a live footage of New York going behind him, and I saw The Princess and the Frog in the background, as the only advertisement I ever saw for The Princess and the Frog was in the background of a f- Fox News satire show at three in the morning. So that's why that movie tanked. So clearly
0: if... we just have clearly we just have to go back to nineteen thirties animation.
2: <laughs> Apparently.
1: If Disney is Burger King, is Star Wars a Whopper someone fished out of the dumpster?
2: (laughs) Yeah, Star Wars has become like, you get the Whopper patties, and you got that one patty that kind of fell on the floor and the employee doesn't want to throw it away or point it out. Star
0: Wars is Subway.
2: Because their boss might yell at him, so they pick the patty up and kind of wipe it off and put it back with the other patties. That's Star Wars. Like, it was once something palatable, but now... No, no one should be eating. Actually, that. considering There's how much Star Wars, on it now.
0: <laughs> considering how much Star Wars is tied in with the fucking uh, Hollywood industry, the subway comparison is especially uh, apt because of Jared. <laughs> <laughs> so oh when's Kevin Spacey gonna be in Star Wars? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, uh, I I could go. Oh, on. I mean,
0: I'm sure he loves the Padawan concept. <laughs>
2: I think it's a little closer to the actual Samurais there. Oh, I could go <laughs> on about that wood thing. I'm just I'm just enjoying watching that shit burn, and I can't wait till, uh, I can't wait. Hey, kid, you want
0: to see my lightsaber?
2: <laughs> I can't wait till, uh, what's his face? How do I forget his name? Um, Guy that was raped as a kid.
0: Corey Feldman. Corey
2: Feldman, yeah, his name totally left my brain. I kept wanting to call him Christian Slater, but I know he's not Christian Slater. Um, Corey Feldman, yeah. Once Corey Feldman's old documentary comes out, that's just gonna be mm, pull out some popcorn, pull out some fucking popcorn for the documentary. No, for what it what it causes. Uh, that's. Good. I mean, he already named a name on Doctor Oz, and there's like more to come. Mm-hmm. A document, a documentary is basically gonna destroy an entire. Like, decades old industry and an entire city.
0: And it couldn't have happened to anyone more deserving.
2: Exactly.
0: You know, back then, like in ancient times, the Romans had a really dim view of actors.
2: Now we know why.
0: Like, to them, they were basically one step above scum. I think they even had, like, laws that kind of went against, uh, limiting, went for limiting acting performances and that sort of shit. And I guess, I guess we now know why they hated actors so much because actors suck
2: Romans knew man
1: well didn't they say actors are basically prostitutes yeah because I know there are those rumors about uh, Theodora
2: I mean if you think about it like on its own like why they are I guess no why did uh, why would the Romans hate actors so much what do they hate acting what do they hate imagination no no the Romans knew this shit was going down a long time ago something about playing pretend for a living does stuff to people not everybody but frequently pe- it does stuff to people frequently yeah. enough that it's a serious fucking problem
0: you know the the whole sexual molestation angle explains so much about all the stuff in hollywood like for instance why are ch- why are, like so many female actors and especially child actors like so loopy and end up killing themselves or homeless or whatever because of this
2: it also explains why so many female actresses are like psychotic feminists like look at their frame of reference for men all the men that are surrounded by they're not interacting with normal people the, all the, the men around them are men in hollywood and look how men in hollywood it, are
0: it also explains why women in hollywood can't act for shit <laughs> like have you ever seen like a female actors in like a major motion picture that was good at acting i haven't
2: i've seen them functional
0: but, yeah, outside of functional. I mean, yeah. like I like some sort of performance that will blow you away. Yeah, I can't remember. Fuck no. I mean, like, if you look at the most recent Star Wars movie, like, their fucking lead actress is incapable of doing anything without having her mouth open agape and eyes bulging like a toad.
2: <laughs> what well, we didn't know is that Ray, short for Raybit.
1: <laughs> oh, wh- what's going on? I don't know. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it would, ex- it would explain everything.
1: Yeah, The only
0: thing it doesn't explain is why so many Hollywood actresses are so fucking ugly.
2: <laughs> because the, they're being hired by desperate Jews. All, oh, yeah. All they really need is a rack. <laughs> they don't need to worry about the face. Even the rack is like, well, now I'm kind of in the mood for smaller ones. <laughs> and so we got a bunch of fucking bug bite women coming into Hollywood.
0: But I digress. <laughs> that explains so much. <laughs>
2: Speaking of bugs, which is speaking of animals, today we're talking about Kimono Friends, which is a 180 from the Hollywood molestation <laughs> shit. Yeah, really. Um, Since this thing is so just omnipresent, we say, you know what, let's actually watch this thing. And I want, I'm want i curious what y'all's verdict was. Max, I kind of heard yours. Yeah. So, Andrew, you go first. I'm completely ignorant to what you thought of the show. What did you think of the show?
1: Six out of ten, it was all right.
2: Max, what do you think of the show? Oh, I liked it. I was, eh, <laughs> eh. I had the same, and and Leanne called it because we watched it together, and she she already knew what my reaction to it was, and it was pretty much what she like what she thought to a T. I'm not the target audience for this. I mean, it's not it's clearly they cared. I mean, they had no budget, but at least I'm aware of that. You know, it's not like like. I can't really make fun of, as bad as the animation is. I can't really make fun of it, because I know it was quite literally made by five people on a nothing budget.
0: Didn't they get fucked over by Quattro?
2: Well, yeah, that was after season one. But uh, yeah, they had like no. no... I
0: mean, budget-wise, I, uh, yeah, there was kinda. something.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was one of those things where it was the good old slave wages of the Japanese animation industry and Crunchyroll. Yeah. Crunchyroll helped contribute to that because they sponsored the show and they like to talk about how that's proof that they help creators and they they contributed a pittance. They contributed the bare minimum to get their names in the credits. They're basically a Kickstarter backer. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, go fishing in the couch cushions. It's time to prove we support the anime industry.
0: <laughs> they literally are Kickstarter backer because they have their character, like, in one frame.
2: Yeah. And, uh... That's, that their fan s-
1: friend is now canon.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they are the so sorry of, uh, <laughs> of anime.
2: <laughs> and it also explains why they're they're trying this sort of um, campaign against Netflix and, and paying all these anime YouTubers to... Bitch on Netflix because Netflix is putting money into making original anime, but they're putting large budgets into their shows to the point where these anime uh, studios are seeing Netflix budgets and Netflix's timetable. Because they're used to like, you must have this done within a month. Here is barely any money. Do it now. And then <laughs> Netflix comes up like, okay, here's a shitload of money, and they're like, what's all this money? When do you want it? Eh, when you're done. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, just, I mean, whenever, I mean, try not to take too long, but, eh, if you haven't done, make it, like, a year, eh, whatever, I mean, if it takes you a little longer, let us know, eh, just have it done whenever. And they're just looking at, like, all this Netflix money, what Netflix just said, and they just start crying. <laughs> 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 Arigato, Netflix-sama! like, meanwhile, Crunchyroll's is like, here's, here's the buck. <laughs> I'm helping.
1: <laughs> By the way, fire your director. <laughs>
0: Here's a cigarette butt.
2: I'm helping. I'm helping. I'm helping. I'm helping you. Uh,
0: yeah. Except for when you want to <laughs> fire your director, then I don't give a shit.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm I
1: sad. I don't know if that was ever actually verified, but it's hilarious to imagine it was.
2: It wasn't. It was apparently fake. But I mean, it is.
1: They probably still didn't do dick. They did. Oh, because... actually they didn't do dick. Okay, to, to clarify here, you know, allegedly Crunchyroll supported the firing of Komodo Friends director which caused this huge uh shitstorm in Japan because all the otaku got mad over it.
2: And watching the show I could see why. The director clearly was trying to make this thing um better than what it was, bigger than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Um yeah, there was I mean, if effort. you look at it, yeah.
0: If you look at it when they made it, like, All Kimono Friends essentially was was a show with absolutely no budget based on a fucking cancelled mobile game. Yeah. You know, he, he put... A fucking gacha game of all things.
2: And he only had, like, five fucking people. And he really tried to make this thing worth a damn. I will give him all the credit in the world. You know, he tried to put some story in this, some character. He tried to give these characters all varying, unique personalities. This man, I commend you, sir. I don't like the show particularly, but I see the effort that you put into it. You gave a damn, and fucking if every other director gave that much of a damn, we might even have a better fucking industry right now. But yeah, that man gave a damn he did not deserve to be fired. Allegedly from what I understand the reason he was fired was after the show ended they did some uh, some little kimono friend shorts and tie- did some tie-ins with some other companies that uh, who is it owned uh, katakawa yeah, they um they apparently didn't sign off on so it was sort of like hey that's our brand what are you doing but uh, this is not how they should have reacted. they reacted too much in the traditional Japanese way of just you're fired get out or demoting, that's, that usually they'll either just demote you or fire you.
0: Just, Dishonorable. Yeah,
2: because you have dishonored our company, it's like, no, um, <laughs> a lot of your traditions are stupid, and here's an example of why. Because you went that far over something that minuscule, and now your stock has dropped 33%, you fucking idiots! And then their, their, their attempt to save themselves was to shoehorn a couple of the voice actresses to make an apology even though they had nothing to do with this and they just made people even more angry oh look at your stock look at your stock plummeting off the cliff guess uh Mm. guess the old traditional ways don't really work do they Katakawa uh so uh
0: they're friends who are bad at business
2: (laughs) (laughs) so now they're negotiating with the old cause they not only just fired they didn't just fire the director they fired most if not all of the staff of the show
0: Because why not while you're at it? Yeah. Also, let's burn down our own building.
1: So (laughs) so they fired three people?
0: (laughs) Fuck this money, I must destroy it. I hate money. It's
2: like that that one scene from Breaking Bad.
0: First communist anime studio. (laughs) They're resisting capitalism.
2: (laughs) But now, now that they've realized they've made a terrible mistake, they're now in negotiations with the staff, probably to bring him back on, and they'll probably say, Hey, you want me back on? You're going to have to pay me more money, asshole. I want Netflix money. Um,
0: Imagine, like, Kimono <clears throat> Friends with a like, ghost-in-the-shell animation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. So I do commend the, the director wholeheartedly on everything that he tried to do with his show. But there's one issue I did have with the show. That was, that was it nagged me. Now I know, um, I know the otaku freak the fuck out if you criticize anything sexual. Suddenly you are Nita Sarkesian because they had they were way too riled up after GamerGate and they don't want to stop fighting even though it's over. <laughs> but uh, isn't this for kids? I mean, I am not mistaken. This is uh, kind of. I mean, I know if it may, I know they at least rebroadcast it. From what I understand, it aired at a later time slot but they rebroadcast it at a kids time slot.
0: Yeah, they they made it so that kids can watch it from what i recall reading, but also that adults can watch it too.
2: So, you know, but it's it's and, and i know they wrote it to be essentially kid friendly. So then why do so many of the friends dress like fucking whores? Like, i'm not against sexualized character designs as long as it's not stupid. But this whole thing feels like a kid's thing, and then, like, you get episode two, and then, like, the elephant shows up, and she's dressed like a goddamn stripper. Like, she's barely wearing anything. I'm like, hey, wait a second. And then it sometimes gets weird. Like, you get to the otter from the second episode, and Leanne noticed it, and as soon as she pointed out, neither of us could stop seeing it. Her ass was huge! Not (laughs) <laughs> not even proportionally huge. It's it just stuck out so much. It's like she had fucking cruise missiles on her back.
0: I didn't notice.
2: Like, it's it st- her ass sticks out so far. It's not like she's got wide hips. No, her ass cheeks shoot out. <laughs> it's like it's it's like you gave a, a black dude a character creator and he saw there was a booty slider and felt obligated to turn it all the way up. <laughs> And it was once I yes. saw it, I couldn't stop seeing it. It was so distracting because it did. It was so unnatural and weird looking. It's just you be standing there and just here's just a fucking like another being is trying to emerge from her ass. <laughs> <coughs> like you're gonna start seeing hands push from under it and a face pushing against the flesh. Like something's trying to get out of there. Are you do? You, are you carrying two children in each cheek? Is this like butt pregnancy? Is this how M-Preg works <laughs> but you're a woman doing it? Oh fuck. And it was things like that little things like that would happen. And it wasn't often. So it wasn't so often I'm like, you know, these motherfuckers got to get laid. Um what the fuck, dudes? But it would just happen occasionally. And it's and it was just really which just made a little more out of place. Like you just, th- I mean, they'd have short skirts, but there was like no panty shots at any time in the show, which congratulations, I'm actually kind of proud of you. Which is sad to say, for anything produced in Japan, to not get a glimpse of, ooh, pansu! (laughs) Like, the fact that you restrained yourself, I'm surprised. Congratulations!
0: You know, honestly, like, you know what the most creepy part to me was? (laughs) Was the fact that the main characters had tickets for a idle meet-and-greet with handshake. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: never goes well.
0: Yeah, it, it never does.
2: But, uh... That, that...
0: Fortunately, it did not happen here.
2: So I, I, I thought, like, that's just weird. That don't do that. I was really
0: just don't do that. Just. Well, I think the explanation is pretty much because it's Japan. I mean, if you recall, like in the Super Sentai shows, which are also for kids, like they constantly have the female villains played by actual porn actresses. Yeah. And they have them in outfits that are fitting for porn actresses. <laughs>
2: It's weird, man. You guys gotta look. The sexual repression's getting to weird places. You're putting, you're putting strippers, you're putting, you're putting porn stars into your kid shows, and you're dressing up cutesy anime girls like fucking belly dancers who's going to be waiting in the sultan's room after the performance. Like, don't, yeah. d- don't do that. It's children. That's like fucking having Pam Anderson show up on an episode of Bear in the Big Blue House with her shirt ha- only buttoned halfway. It's weird. Don't
0: do that. Outside of the shirt thing that actually sounds hilarious.
2: (laughs) Don't do that. Don't. That's weird. It's creepy. Don't do it. Fucking deal with your sexual oppression shit. Just stop pixelating your porn and let people hold hands in public. How about that? Maybe that will help with this shit. That's weird. Um, That was really the only overt problem I had with the show, Otherwise, I just felt myself not interested. Like I, I can commend again commend the director. Like I see what you're doing. Interesting. Also, that's kind of ballsy to do that. The end to the second to last episode. You know, I, I see what you're doing. There. It's very very good. And some of the some of the background soundtracks were pretty nice. Some relaxing jungle tunes, and then pretty good uh, rave tune for the cerulean things. Yeah. Um. Which reminded me a lot of that rave tune from Dragon Ball Universe 2 when you fight Metal Cooler. <laughs> it, it, it reminded me a lot. It's like they're structured the same. Uh, but I okay, eh, eh. Also the Ceruleans, uh, Leanne pointed this out too, they look exactly like the kind of enemies you'd see in a Kirby game. <laughs> Especially the last one. It's fucking Dark Matter.
0: Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do kind of look like weird Dark Matter offspring.
2: Yeah. Just kept making me want to play Kirby. I kept hearing Kirby music whenever I see one.
0: Yeah. It especially makes sense considering that they're also made out of these particles that make cute things, so it's appropriate for a Kirby thing.
2: <laughs> um, but I think the direction they were going in, I gotta give them the credit for this. Because initially I thought that the whole concept of the Friends was the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Why the fuck are animals turning into to waifus? That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. But I do believe that they, uh, they did create an adequate explanation in universe, so I will give it to them. Um, that the, I mean, when, when you get, when you watch the whole thing, we're gonna spoil the shit out of this, by the way. If you really care about the spoilers and kimono friends, oh no. Although there are some reveals, I'll give it, like I said, hand it to the director.
0: Plot twist, the main character is a human.
2: (laughs) A human friend! Yeah. Which I was like, oh, you dad was actually clever. That's actually, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. That's clever.
0: If you think about it, like her existence is kind of uh, I don't know what the right word is. It's not unsettling. Well, I guess it's unsettling from her perspective. <laughs> because it essentially means that uh, yeah, as, as she found out in the end, like the reason she has no memories is because she was literally just popped into existence like she was born from a strand of hair
2: Mm. and uh it was in the hat of that that girl mirai apparently i looked it up she is the the sort of host character from the mobile game yep and her hat blew off and had a strand of her hair in it and that's from whence the the human girl was born uh but there there was some like from from what i can gather well first of all i'm just gonna say this People be talking about, oh, this is this is post-apocalyptic. It's not post-apocalyptic. It's Jurassic Park. <laughs> this whole thing is Jurassic Park. There's even a nod to it. It's the whole torch-waving thing. The the, the oh, yeah. it's right from Jurassic Park. It's jurat. Giraffe- this is Jurassic Park. And they but they found somewhere. It's like some fucking SCP shit with that fucking thing at the top of the the mountain. It rains down this particle that will randomly turn animals into cutesy girls have human-like menta- minds, but not entirely human This is
0: like a wholesome SCP. Yeah.
2: No, but then there's the data expunged shit, because sometimes it will affect inanimate objects and turn them into the ceruleans. And there's all the data expunged. If a cerulean absorbs a friend, data expunged.
0: It is kind of depressing that this would be or it was like classed as an SCP it would be better than 99% of the shit they have on their wiki.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't say 99%, but a
0: good 60. Okay, 95. I'd
2: say a good 60. There's there's enough. There's enough good ones in there. <clears throat> but I'd say yes. Okay,
0: 60. 85.
2: <laughs> I'd say 60. But yeah, it's it's basically Okay, 90. <laughs> this is Jurassic Park, but instead of we revived dinosaurs, we found a way to turn animals into girls. <laughs> We could have a park and invite people to frolic and play with the friends, and they could go in a maze, in a little little maze, and they'd go they could go in a theme park, and we made this big, big biodome biosphere with all the different places people could go and interact with the, the it, animal people. It
1: was so also weird before when they... they revealed. Sorry, I go regret. ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was just so weird when they brought in all that Sandstar stuff, because before that it was just episode like, oh, which animal is Calvin going to help this week? You know, what problem is she going to solve? And it's just, oh, by the way.
0: <laughs> you know, before they revealed that, effectively, like the island was, had to be abandoned, and uh, before that came out, it really did sort of have a post-apocalyptic vibe, just, just a bit. And if you look at it from that perspective, it's like, just if you're the main character, that must be depressing as shit. <laughs> like you don't like. Oh, you finally found out find out that your human is like, oh, they're actually all long gone, and possibly extinct, and everything is in fucking ruins.
2: <laughs> well, I think, like I said, I don't. I don't think it's extinct because it's clearly clearly yeah, I, Jurassic I know, but... Park. Like it is, I, I do
0: realize that, but I'm saying from the perspective of the main character in the show. But
2: I'm, I'm, I'm watching, it's like, is that... Do I, is that small John Williams scores starting to queue up here? Like, it is so Jurassic Park.
1: I think the reason it has that post-apocalyptic vibe for people is because they didn't have the budget for more than ten models. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the, I mean... The... That was a cool touch, the whole Jurassic Park angle. And it's like, oh, yeah. it's like this stuff that can turn the, the the animals into girls. So like, hey, let's make a theme park. Because it sounds like a, a feasible thing. Uh, let's make a theme park. But then, oh, oops, it also turns inanimate objects into monsters. And then we have to abandon oh, man, the park because the monsters are running amok.
0: I nearly forgot, uh, like since we mentioned SCPs, I was kind of reminded of that. Like, if you watch the like the ending song of Kimono Friends... Like the video footage that plays is of various abandoned amusement parks. It's and a, it's since a force it's like, re- and since it's like real life footage <laughs> and in black and white, like with, like with nothing else to supplement it, just that and the song. Like if you just look at the footage itself, it looks like it's something out of an SCP.
2: Not only that, but when they, when they do the, like the zookeepers giving animal facts for the commercial break bump. A lot of times, like, whatever they recorded these, uh, zoo, um, employees on, just sounds fucked up, so it comes off mm. as creepy more than anything, so it's like, the, the brown bear will walk with humans, I'm I'm half expecting, like, fucking some secret message that's, that's
0: scp such and such too is it's somewhat distorted audio recording of a former <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're trying to explain what a serval does the serval <laughs> All humans something
0: something legs for jumping
2: <laughs> and there's one where it's like an english lady i think i, I there yeah. might have been more but there's only this one and i remember yeah it's an english lady it's like from like an american lady Explaining uh, an animal, and they cut her off because the subtitles finished what she said, and I guess they figured the Japanese people watching don't know. So it's like, so uh, that's why they have special legs adapted for. It's like you cut her off, asshole. <laughs> the, the Japanese uh, people funny. might not understand what she's saying, but I did. And I understood that you cut her off.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this bitch is getting too long-winded. <laughs>
2: Uh, you cut off Lauren Onisan, which is how she's credited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, That's how they credited all the zookeepers, which I guess is appropriate for a kid's show.
1: The legs are adapted for expunged.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> Apparently for carrying and f- jumping around with cars.
2: Also, there, yeah, that was weird that she was like really strong in that one. Episode. Also, uh, tying into the whole don't do that, it's a kid's show. The hot sp- Why did there need to be a hot spring scene? Why why did there need to be a hot spring scene? Why? Well at
0: least it was short.
2: Yeah. And it
0: was admittedly kind of funny that it took the main character for them to realize that they can take their clothes off.
2: Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny, but it's like this is a kid's show. Why is it, why, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? It's like
0: Because there needs to be a hot springs episode. It's, it's like an naked anime. jacuzzi
2: it's like naked jacuzzi beach party and yo gabba gabba. Don't do that. don't do that Japan that's weird that's why you already have that's probably why all of your fucking men have all these weird issues cause you put this shit in kids programming don't do that remember when
0: the the prairie dog kissed everyone on the mouth
2: yeah don't
0: I mean, they do that. Yeah. But it's still funny.
2: Like, that was a little, you know, they do that. It was a funny joke. Like, ah, what's a what parry dog thinks a parry dog does, but if a person does it, it's uncomfortable. Blah. But the, it's like, the, 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 the designs of some of them and that hot spring scene is like, don't, just don't do that. Just stop. Just fucking stop it. Be, be a normal kid show, Japan. More for, like thought springs. For God's sake. For God's sake, Japan. Stop being creepy. I know, I know, you're pretty much an island of wanna-be child molesters. I get that. Maybe don't make it worse.
0: Well, at least there weren't like any noticeable lollies.
2: Yeah, they're all just kind of a chibi thing with the big head, but they had figures and boobs. And again, I'm just shocked. No panty shots and otter butts. Yeah, weird otter butts. That was... But I, I chalk that to just something went wrong with the modeling.
0: (laughs) Well, they had no budget, so I guess. Like, someone accidentally put a slider too far.
2: I mean, it was clear there were parts where the modeling was just... mm, Or they tried to do poses that the models were just not made for. Like, one time, the girl girl just sits down, and she sits with her, like, little knees up, so her shorts just go into her ass! (laughs) <laughs> amazing and it's just so it was just so off-putting because it wasn't just into her ass it, it curved upward in a way that the body doesn't do so it, it wasn't a butt shape so it wasn't like oh because you couldn't even think maybe it's just you know how the Japanese art made fan service no this was like this was a letter W at the base of her spine because it's just the model was not meant to do this pose but they did it did...
0: One of my fa- one of my favorite animation things in this show was the incredible leaning serval. <laughs> I love. Remember that?
2: Um, which one was that?
0: Yeah, I <coughs> uploaded it.
2: Take a look. Oh yeah, I think that was just a. Uh, it was just like a comedic effect type thing. Yeah. But like
0: actually some some Japanese guy on Twitter even did like a picture where he put in the rest of her body to explain how this is possible, <laughs> and, and he says like several tails very strong
2: <laughs> um yeah it was uh like the um the tall grass never actually covered them, <laughs> so they were always clipping on top of tall grass. it's like the fucking um. That, that thing from Food Fight where they were bouncing the ball that was always on the top layer at all times. So the characters, when they're in the tall grass, are on the top layer at all times. Um, at least
1: nobody started walking like the villain. <laughs> um, there was so much clipping. It just stopped registering after a while. Just, oh, there, there's Cobbin's backpack clipping into her again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, one of my favorites, though, was at the, the big climactic uh, second-to-last episode where... Um, she saves Serval from the Black Cerulean. Yeah. And then she gets yanked out and they tumble. But they clearly just stiffened their models and rolled them. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's just, this is like, the only way that could have been worse is if they were in the T-pose.
1: <laughs> they should have made one of those fainting goat friends. <laughs> then everything would have made sense.
2: Um. It was, it was a lot to make fun of but it was a harmless show. Like I said, it was just weirdly sexual a couple times, but otherwise it was a harmless show. I thought it was kind of cute when they were trying to make little things after what the animals do, like the one bird that kept singing, and the bird's cry is known to be obnoxious. So she would try to sing, and I was like, where are you from? I thought, this is funny, it's cute. Um like when Serpil got hit by the bus. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, there was some
1: that became a
0: meme.
2: <laughs> there were some, you know, bits. that were that got a, I won't say a full laugh, but a, a a smirk and a chuckle maybe here and there. Um, they they did. The owls were kind of assholes. <laughs> they did a good job at trying to make little bits at humanizing animal behavior. They, you know, they were good at that.
0: Yeah, I like that.
2: That was that that was uh, consistently uh, praiseworthy.
0: Uh, like the one desert cat or whatever it was that had like this super short
1: attention span.
2: Yeah. Um, I
1: do like the the characterization of Tsuchinoko, because that's uh, a cryptid.
2: I was about to say yeah, that was I really did like that was probably the one character I act I actively enjoyed. Yeah. So Suchinoko. in the
1: show, she enjoys dark places and hiding.
2: Yeah. And just she she's manic and psycho. and that was entertaining Um, and I liked her outfit the the snake hoodie with the stomach pocket Uh, so you know it was it wasn't a bad show but it's just something like I myself just I'm not the target audience at all but I can give it all the credit in the world but man that animation is rough but (laughs) again can't can't uh, fault it too much. I know it was made on a shoestring budget by Five Guys. And it is still. Ha! Ha! Really, so, a... this is the Five Guys event. <laughs> uh, burgers and Fries. We were just talking about Burgers and Fries earlier. Um, and can I also point out that it's hilarious to me that despite that, it actually looks better than Ruby? It does. Or at least Ruby when I watch it. Maybe it's got a bigger budget now, but. like
1: Season 1 Ruby.
2: Yeah, I mean, there wasn't anything quite as bad as the cookie eating.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to picture like Serval just having Japari buns disappear in her mouth. <laughs> I mean, how, like in this show, they actually animated fucking crumbs on her mouth. Yeah.
2: It was, it, so you know, it's, it's got that going. It also, had a better story than Ruby.
1: <laughs> I think the difference is yeah. if you threw enough money at the Kimono Friend staff, they'd make something presentable. And if you did that with Rooster Teeth, it would still look bad. If they kept yeah. the Ruby staff,
2: yeah.
0: Also, the opening is quite the year one. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, I can't stand the opening, though. It's, got the, it's that bouncy Japanese pop that's just... I will just say this. When we watched together, I think Leanne's favorite part of the whole show was my expression during the opening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like anything a spurred... Like, I wasn't spurging out a cartoony or anything. It was more... Because I was, I was also drawing at the time. So it was this sort of look like I just... Like, I am clearly not enjoying myself, but I'm... I'm just gonna deal with it, <laughs> and apparently but, I I wear my uh my consternation on my sleeve because makes ex- I don't know what ex- exactly expression I had because I'm you know I can't see myself, but she thought it was hilarious.
1: But did you hear the triple Q version? <laughs>
2: triple Q version?
1: This is like a remix oh. with five billion different voice
0: clips and music and whatever. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I
2: don't even think I want. To... Like
0: a gigantic mashup.
2: I don't even think I want to experience that. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> um. I'll put a link
1: after we finish recording.
2: I don't think I can do that.
0: I actually did like the opening a bit, but I like the ending better.
2: Yeah, the ending was all right. The ending song was actually pretty decent. I got no. Com- yeah, I like I got, the lyrics. I got no complaints. Um, that's really. I, I. I. I'm sad. I don't have like a lot to rag on the show for. Because I know that, that tends to be what entertains people the most, but I don't. It's a harmless show that was effective at what it did, and I will give it all the praise in the world for that. Leanne I, loves I it. Give it. I
0: give it moose out of ten.
2: Leanne loves it. Um, she she felt kind of bad for liking it, because she wanted... <laughs> she felt kind of guilty for liking it. I don't know. I, I wonder if I made her feel guilty. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, she loves it. She's probably going to watch the whole thing on her own. Um, oh, she wants me to relay this. Uh... Her impression of the show, or immediate impression of the show, um, was uh, basically uh, a quote from a Jontron episode on the Hercules games, where he's talking about the pause music. I mean the the menu music from the Hercules NC4 game. It's like it sounds like it sounds like I'm going to embark on a, a what was it like a
0: educational adventure. educational
2: adventure. That was it. Like I feel like I'm going to embark on an educ- educational adventure. I'm not knocking that, because I want to do that. <laughs> and that's basically how she felt about Kimono Friends.
1: Yeah, like until the the lore kicked in, it really felt like a National <laughs> Geographic show that just oh, instead of animals, we're giving you anthro girls.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of a. I learned something. So, I don't, like I, they I, literally
1: have a part where the characters navigate a maze by answering anime or animal trivia.
2: Like I can't knock it. I wouldn't recommend it, but that's because it's not my thing. But I wouldn't dissuade anyone from checking it out. Um, It's a cute, harmless little show.
0: Oh, I also like the thing with the main character, like, after she got eaten by the Cerulean. Like, with her turning back into her natural form, that's a human. And that's why she uh, didn't die, for lack of a better term.
2: Yeah, because when a Cerulean eats a friend, it it turns them back into an animal.
0: Yeah, which... Like, it's even mentioned, like, said animal or animal remains, as the case may have been, like, can still become a friend again if they come in contact with that Sandstar stuff. But the person that they were is dead. Yeah. So for all un- for all intents and purposes, being eaten by a cerulean means you die. <laughs> Which is surprisingly dark for a kid's yeah.
1: show. <laughs> and doesn't it imply that happened to Serval, or was that just a separate Serval? No, I think it's... Uh, it does imply it happened to her. Yeah.
2: Because she's supposedly the serval of the main character from the last game. Or yeah, from the, from was the mobile game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I do like that, you know, you think in the earlier episode that one maze is full of, uh, like, cooled lava rock, and then it turns out, no, that was a remains basically a cerulean that they had to kill. Like another another black one that was, like, super strong.
0: Yeah, And that, Apparently they're weak to water.
2: Yeah, and that's... that's that's why they had to basically clear the island because ceruleans kept popping up. Yeah, it was it was a cute little harmless show. Like I said, my only main complaint is I the I think some of the designs were a little overly sexualized. It was a little felt felt in and the hot spring scenes. Just some there were minor elements that felt inappropriate for a children's show, but even then it was few and far between. Most of them, most of the designs are fine. The hot spring scene is maybe a minute. Um.
0: So if your favorite one was the Tsuchinoko, tsch- which one was
1: Andrews? <laughs> the giraffe? Joppery bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did like the detective giraffe, though.
0: Yeah, I-, I like her just randomly accusing people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it was the wolf, and she has an identical twin that's transferred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: there are some good bits. Some good bits. I'll give it credit. I can't I can't rag on it, even though I kind of came in this morning, to. I can't do it. My favorite was the moose. Yeah. Well, that's why she's in a fucking emoticon on the AO Discord.
0: That was actually before that. I, I forgot how that got started, but it was just a well, joke was based on that one. Yeah, it was a joke based on that one Kimono Friends meme video. Just... Because someone, someone made like a short uh, Kimono Friends clip video. Which is the clip of the moose entering through the like uh, the, the Japanese door thingy in the fortress, and it's set to the theme song of Moose from what was it, WWE I think or <coughs> the other one I don't know, but a wrestler.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'm not familiar.
0: And it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. I'll link it later. But uh... But yeah, it's 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 funny.
2: Yeah, can't complain. Can't complain. It's a decent enough show. It's not my yep. thing, but uh, it's harmless and harmless little okay. cute fun.
0: Actually, speaking of that video, this show spawned a shit ton of memes. Yeah. In fact, I've I've seen one pretty funny one, which is like someone made models of the main character and the serval and put them in GTA Five. Oh yeah. And then had them had them reenact some of the stories. Had them put over the characters and for some of the story scenes. And have them blow up shit and shoot people. Driving, and it around, driving the... around
2: in the Japari bus playing the... Yeah, and
0: it movie. plays the fucking Kimono Friends song <laughs> over it. While they're torturing people. It's like, ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> so that was funny.
2: Yeah, I, th- I will say, this show did produce a lot of memes. And unlike a lot of stuff that produced a lot of memes, these have been enjoyable memes. <laughs> the fan works for Kimono Friends have been relatively consistently entertaining. I mean, there's been other animes that, like, get a lot of memes and fan works, and I'm like, I want to fucking kill myself. None of you people are funny. (laughs) But the Kimono Friends stuff has been legitimately entertaining. I have enjoyed quite a bit of what I've seen out of it, and quite a bit has been legitimately funny. So, props.
0: Also, for some, I don't know what reason, there's this apparently Japanese porn studio, and they made a fighting game based off of Kimono Friends. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, the um, fuck, what's it called again? The shoe bill is just straight up Leona. Yeah, like she even has the V attack.
2: Yeah, don't do that. That's <laughs> another. <laughs> that's another thing where I must say, don't do that. We'll Kimono
1: do. friends is going to be revealed for Blaze Blue Cross Tag. <laughs> yes, we need that. Uh, I... Ruby was just a ruse. It's actually Kimono friends.
2: Like that's a funny idea, but like. The idea of a Kimono Friends fight-a-game, especially fan-made one, just rubs me the wrong way. Just rubs me the wrong way. I don't like it. There's no, no good can come of this. Servo <laughs>
0: especially... is gonna be Tekken DLC. <laughs>
2: um, but one, there's one thing I do have to address. It's I don't really have a lot to say about the show beyond what I've already said. Um, I, I do have to address something. And this is something I think we all have to sort of come to grips with. The The frenzy around Grape Coon was the stupidest thing on Earth, and we should all be ashamed of ourselves as a human fucking race <laughs> for caring that much. Um, for those who don't remember or don't know or, you know, uh, luckily spared all this shit. Um, they did this uh, promotion, and, you know, all credit to Kimono Friends, it got... ...people in Japan going to the zoo... ...because apparently zoos were fucking dying until this show. Yep. Um, although that says something about the Japanese... ...I think that they needed fucking anime girls... ...to get them to go to the zoo, but hey.
0: balls, Japan. Well,
2: I mean, you know what? Just for the purposes of moving on... ...let's just give them the benefit of the doubt and say... ...the show introduced them to animal facts... ...and it got them introduced into, I mean, interested in the animals... ...as opposed to not being interested in animals... ...until you make them into girls... Um let's try to be optimistic here. But uh
0: Well I mean I wouldn't be interested in animals unless they were girls.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean, you semantic son of a <laughs> bitch. Uh <laughs> but they they put for one of the, the girls is like a Humboldt penguin they had in the Humboldt Penguin exhibit, and this one penguin uh became enamored by it. He he wouldn't he was obsessed with it. And like, oh the penguin's got a waifu. And everybody loved Grape called Grape Coon. Grape Coon and the Waifu. And Grape Coon just so hap- just recently was jilted by his lover, so he got cucked. Yeah, so he,
0: I I think she also like abused him or something like yeah. that.
2: And um everybody and then Grape Coon died and everybody was very sad. Yes. And they fucking he see he was like obsessed with the cutout of this girl that was in there. And even when he was dying, they moved the cutout into the room with him, which is just a bit overkill. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm gonna have to be that guy that tells the kids Santa's not real, because people were so enamored with this penguin's fucking obsession with the cutout. It wasn't his waifu; he was worshiping it. You stupid fucks! You stupid. Stu- Look, let me tell you a little something.
0: Well, apparently, he actually did display mating <coughs> behavior towards it. Well,
2: here's the thing. Why that? uh he was not fucking uh, in love with this cutout. Penguins lack this little thing called higher brain functions. And uh, the higher brain functions, I don't think a lot of people realize, allow us humans to recognize drawings and shapes that are not exact replicas of something to be that something. We can, for instance, recognize, say, a cartoony representation of a human being as a human being, even though it might have proportions that are not true to life. Like, say, chibi anime proportions with puffy cheeks and little dot noses. We can recognize that as still being human because we have higher brain functions to figure that out. Guess what penguins don't fucking have? That penguin wouldn't have been able to tell that that picture was supposed to be human, let alone tell that it was supposed to be a penguin. No, that penguin was fascinated by the fact that a thing was introduced to its habitat that was, had all these shiny pretty colors on it. That's what that penguin saw. It's not even uncommon for animals to do this. You introduce something new into their habitat that's unnatural many times, not often. Not, washing, not often. Often enough to, that it, it's known enough. We're familiar enough with it to know that it happens, but not so often that it happens all the time. If you introduce something new into an animal's habitat, they will become fascinated by it and often protective of it, even making this object part of their territory. This is my thing. I don't know what this is, but I love it. It's mine. More more likely than not, that's what Grape Coon was doing. This thing fascinates me. It's mine. And he wouldn't go away from it. Because, be like, oh, isn't it cute that he has a waifu? He wasn't eating. They had to make him eat. Because he was more interested in hanging around the cardboard cutout than eating. He wasn't eating. He was starving himself.
0: Admittedly, that's what a lot of otaku do too. Yeah,
2: but and that's why people are... Because nothing annoys me more. This is like a personal pet peeve. And, and this great croon thing just set it right off. People anthropomorphize animals so fucking much. I get loving an animal. And... and you know, getting attached and everything, it may pro- projecting a personality on because animals can have personality, some of them, but the, the Grape thing was like the motherfuckers with the fucking My Other Son is a Dog bumper sticker, <laughs> which is a real fucking bumper sticker, the most obnoxious thing in the world, those fucking paw-shaped bumper stickers with the dumb little I'm a Pet Person slogans that just make me want to slash the tires every fucking time I see it.
0: I think the worst ones are the ones where it's not my other son is a dog, but my son is a dog.
2: Or like, I love my grand dog. What the fuck was was your kid's pet? You have to have a sticker because your fucking kids have a pet? You Fuck!
0: Well, I mean, we do have Slate articles and the like arguing that instead of children, people should have dogs. (laughs) Which some of them do.
2: N- and this, it... it's
0: like oh my dog is now a substitute for my child and we dress it like in a funny looking outfit and we have it wrapped like a baby that's totally the same thing as a child right
2: your, your your pet will never be your child I don't care how much you love it if you love it so much that you're viewing it as a child or viewing it as a sibling or viewing it as Kill a... yourself. thank you <laughs> and the grapecoon shit was just that it was just that Is people taking this penguin and assigning it human characteristics that it can't have. It doesn't have the mental faculties to be able to decipher what a cartoon is supposed to represent. The only possible way that that penguin could have actually been in love with that cardboard cutout is if it were a photograph of a penguin.
0: That might not actually be true because there are animals that can display mating behaviors towards things that aren't them like humans, for instance.
2: Yeah, but not a.
0: So it, it isn't necessary that the cardboard cutout does look like a penguin. It doesn't. It isn't even necessary that he recognizes it as either a penguin or a human.
2: But it's not a. But not fucking cardboard cutouts. To my knowledge, there are not animals that are trying mating behavior like someone dumps a fucking uh washing machine in the middle of the woods, and then a f- <laughs>
0: Well, nobody has has ever tried. And that then a before, fox and... rolls
2: up on the washing machine and tries to
0: fuck it and the at, le- at least like the cardboard cutout looked like an entity at least like as as opposed to something like a washing machine or like a tire iron or something well not like to
2: that. a penguin cuz you you got to remember they 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 lack the the higher brain functions to understand that's a drawing of something so to that penguin yeah, I know, it, is my a, point. it is a post covered in colors and that's likely the reason he was so fascinated by it. look at this colorful thing that's in my home now I just want to be around it. This is just amazing.
0: Well, well, to an extent animals are still able to recognize shapes and here's like the thing, like <coughs> animals that don't have the capacity like that's how should I put this? Like if anything that would have worked towards that because uh like, there's been experiments with various kinds of apes. For instance, if you put some paint on their foreheads and show them a mirror, a bunch of them depending on the species, will attempt to wipe the paint off of their counterpart in the mirror. Yeah,
2: well, that's... I mean, first of all, apes um, have intelligence comparable to, I believe, a four-year-old human. Uh, we actually did learn that from Coco the Gorilla.
0: Yeah, well, depending which apes yeah, they
2: are. But, um, this thing, there, There's a thing called the mirror test. To yeah. to measure an animal's intelligence, can they rec- uh, recognize that the image in the mirror is not another entity, but them? Yeah, it's like them, that. yeah. Um I spoiler alert, your beloved grand dog fails the mirror test. Uh-huh. You can uh, get a dog to figure out that that's a reflection, but it uh it takes some time uh and even then it's just a matter of does he know that that's his reflection or is he just given up trying to interact with the double dog <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I don't believe penguins pass the mirror test.
0: Yeah, exa- which is exactly my point. Yeah. So I think, in that sense, it's at least somewhat reasonable that uh, he wouldn't realize that it's a cardboard cutout.
2: Well, no, he wouldn't realize what's what's on the cardboard cutout because that's the idea is that people think that he maybe that he's he's made this waifu. He's in love with the, with Ululu on the on the cardboard. And I'm, what I'm saying is, he wouldn't know what's on that cardboard. To him, that's a that's a flat thing with colors on it. He doesn't know what that's a drawing of. He doesn't know that's a penguin girl. He sees a flat thing with colours on it that wasn't there that wasn't always there. It's a new thing. It's an amazing new thing. Look at the bright colours. Well
0: again, if he didn't recognise it as something, he wouldn't attempt to display mating behavior towards it. Like he doesn't necessarily again need to recognise it as a penguin, but
2: what mating behavior did he even attempt? I don't know. The article didn't say because I, I, I. That's what I want to know. Because especially with how everybody's, and you know, you you can't trust that media. And with how yeah. everybody romanticized and and pushed this Grapecoon narrative, I'm gonna be the fucking Alex Jones of grape coon here. Yeah, that that is that was
0: kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I I just thought it was like a. Like a funny one-off thing like that, haha! That that penguin is obsessed with a penguin waifu cardboard cutout. So that's kind of amusing. Yeah, they, they kind of. But worked. then everyone kept obsessing over it. Yeah,
2: look at all the fa- oh god the fan art! I wanted, to... I just wanted to punch everybody that drew that that, dumb. Shit. that was so stupid. It was so stupid. Like the, like I get that the 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 character designer for Kimono Friends drew one. I get that because it, it brought so much attention to the franchise and to the penguin and like I get that. But everybody else drawing all your shit about Peg, Grape Coon walking off into the sunset with his... He could finally be with his waifu. That's stupid. He didn't know what was on that fucking cardboard cutout. He didn't fucking know what that was. He's a penguin. He can't comprehend cartoons. He didn't know what the fuck that was. It was just a pretty thing. They
0: should have just drawn him with a cardboard cutout. There's a
2: pretty thing with colors on it in his enclosure, and it's mine. It's my pretty thing with the colors on it. Because I'd like to know what mating behavior is, if it was something significant or something that could have been anything else that, that resembled mating behavior enough that could push this narrative because people fucking love, for some reason, the idea that a penguin fell in love with the, the cartoon picture.
0: Which is funny because they hate the idea of a human falling in love with a pillow. <laughs> and for good reason.
2: Yeah. Like, I I feel like it's one of those things where it's like when your dog does something innocuous, but you can tie it to a human behavior so you say that's why he did it. Even though obviously it wasn't. Which pet owners do all the fucking time. Like, he knows something's gonna happen. That's why he always does that. It's like, no, he's a dog. He can't. He can't know. He can't know this thing that you attribute to him knowing. He can't he can't have this the thought. Point, you're the point his- is animals are retarded. Yeah, animals are retarded. But like you see pit do that all the time. Like, oh he, he he's trying to play, or he's like, no, it's a it's a dog. He can't he can't have that thought. It's too advanced for him.
0: I mean just look at how retarded humans can be.
2: Yeah. But like
0: Like Will Wheaton.
2: <laughs> Good lord.
0: And he is still <clears throat> technically smarter than a dog, although honestly the jury is still out <laughs>
2: He has the capacity, the brain power to be smarter than a dog. He just chooses not to take advantage of it. Yes. But like I'm saying, with this mating behavior thing, I have a sneaking suspicion it was something like the dog owner. He's doing something that kind of looks like a mating behavior and you already want him to be in love with that image. So you're attributing to it. It's feeding into your narrative. But no. no. Grape Coon don't fucking know. Grape Coon don't fucking know what that is hate to burst your bubble and then and other people you too soon why you gotta why you gotta be such a killjoy or whatever because you're retarded (laughs) (laughs) because you're retarded and i i have no i have no patience for stupid shit like this and like i said i already i have a personal hatred for people that anthropomorphize animals like that so it's just compounds like you're all acting like jackasses i'm just supposed to not say anything. just a penguin it's a fucking penguin
0: I mean, if it was like someone's pet, or you were working in the zoo, or something, then I could understand it. But all of the people that are super obsessing over it and saying it's so sad—these are the same people that didn't know he existed until the cardboard cutout story came out. Like mm-hmm. mean, they don't really give a shit about the penguin. It's just about, you know, oh no, my wonderful story about waifu love.
2: And really, you don't—you don't wanna—you don't wanna latch onto Grape Coon 'cause because all he does is sort of. If 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 he were able to recognize that as an image of a cartoon uh, penguin girl, and if he uh, was in love with it, it would do nothing but verify everything people like us have said about Otaku—that you people are pathetic cucks that can't get a real woman, so you run to a, pe- a cardboard cutout.
0: Also, he has shit taste. Is <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: that's, that's like one of the worst penguins in that show? Yeah. <laughs> it's the retarded one. <laughs>
2: but but yeah like that's it's he got cucked a chad rolled up and stole his girl (laughs) so he ran to the arms of fucking anime all if if this were if he were everything you said he were he was then he just proves everything we say about you
0: (laughs) the virgin grape Kun versus the chad whatever that other thing
2: is Uh, called i could find out what the name of the other penguin was (laughs) <laughs> the yeah. tallest moment
0: people should draw images of that penguin as Chad <laughs> yeah
2: cause someone tried like the virgin Harambe and the Chad uh Grapecoon. I was like well great you've ruined the virgin Chad meme it had a great run <laughs> it was doing so well so many funny virgin Chad's and you ruined it you ruined it I'm pretty sure Harambe actually had mates so he would be the Chad in this situation Harambe got shot like a real nigga <laughs> Grape Coon died like a bitch with a fucking body pillow next to him in his deathbed Grapecoon went out like a gangster yeah.
0: Also, how did Empty Hero Where, I mean, put it Harambe again? Harambe went out
2: like a gangster I'm
0: sorry. Like, like he said um, the only black life that mattered in that year was Harambe the gorilla and no wonder the people were upset for the first time in many years a black man tried to get a father ship for a child <laughs> and Whitey shot him dead <laughs>
1: Okay, I found a uh, little chart here. Oh, boy. I guess the, the Chad Penguin is Denka.
0: <laughs> well, there Who you go. Who had then. a
1: child named Beer with Grape Coon's wife.
2: <laughs> Beerus. The virgin Grape Coon, the Chad Denka.
0: <laughs> Make that a fucking meme. <laughs>
2: Oh, too soon, too soon. If you're too sooning over a fucking penguin, just because... That you didn't know. Yeah, just because, oh, it obsessed over a cardboard cutout. That made it a- That made it my just favorite. Just like me! <laughs> that made it my very favorite. Go fuck yourself. This is a stupid penguin, you fucking- I, idiot. I
0: like that they- I like that they listed the fucking kimono friend on the chart too. <laughs> <laughs> just looks so out of place.
1: I just like that his name is literally Grape Coon. Like, it's not the Japanese word for grape. It's Grape Coon.
0: <laughs> just... And the other one is Beer.
2: Who's naming these
0: penguins?
2: <laughs> who's, who's, who's- getting got a new penguin in the sanctuary. What are you-
0: Well, apparently Dragon Ball z fan.
2: Yeah, what do you want to call it a penguin? Beer. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like the dr-
0: Akira Toyama is in the zoo?
2: No, it's like the drunk zookeeper. That's fucking depressed, and it's the you're named after the only thing that gives him joy. Like, the, there's, there's these names are all over the place, and just beer of all the things, beer.
0: Yeah, it's like a bunch of Japanese names, and suddenly grape and beer. Like,
2: what, what the fuck? It is kind of Toriyama-ish
0: it's like if, if someone had like three <laughs> children, it's like, this is my children, Vatashi, Klatashi, and John. <laughs> you've no, got,
1: you've got it... Hunpin, Meadery, Denka, Beer.
2: <laughs> Why is it Beer? Of all the English names you could have given it, you went with Beer. If you go, if you go down to the, uh, the, the, uh, the Wild Cats exhibit, you've got, you got, uh, Shinobu-chan, uh, Miko Miko, and Black Tar Heroin. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you know, over here at the elephants, you got Ponko, you got Muchi Muchi, and you got Cocaine. <laughs> no, 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 it's, no, it's pronounced Kyokane. Kyokane. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's Kyokane. And if people don't get that joke, that's how a lot of uh, black drug dealers pronounce cocaine. Huh. It's cocaine! Uh, and rappers will apparently do that to be cute. <coughs> but yeah, the grape cream thing was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. As w- and
0: over here in the deer exhibit, we have Miku, we have Kiaru, and we have Car Crash.
2: <laughs> well, see, that would make sense, though
0: yeah I know that was the joke
2: you don't, you don't get a lot of penguins I don't know maybe maybe that's how they actually make beer you know they, they that's the the dark secret behind beer it's just juiced penguins,
0: <laughs> and there's the fourth deer, my chemical
2: romance, <laughs> but they fucked it up because they're Japanese, so it's my chemical romance. <laughs> No, this old Grape coup thing was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Y'all should be fucking ashamed of yourself. I don't even care. It's like, oh, it's all in good fun. You you know, a lot of people do stupid things all in good fun. It doesn't make it less stupid. (laughs) College kids, well, pre-social justice, drunk college kids having ridiculous parties and ended up getting knocked up and fucking limbs broken from their shenanigans is also all in good fun. It's still also stupid. Just because something's all in good fun doesn't make it less stupid or make you look less like a retard for doing it. And, and absolutely, the grape shit was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Y'all have to be fucking ashamed of yourselves. So, is there anything uh, y'all want to bring up before we call it a night? Hmm. Nah. Nah. Alright, well, from Office here at the other side, I'm Cody Byer.
1: I'm Max Vader. I'm Andrew Erickson.
2: Saying, don't, don't fuck to animals.
1: Moose, moose, moose.